0: In Who you call? cyberbusters that's right cyberbusters They're led by the prime minister who's going to get a bit of a van and you know if there's an issue with cyber security then they are going to handle a bit like ghostbusters where they'd rock up and have all their techniques now is it really the federal government's responsibility is a big business but someone needs to take responsibility and the prime minister says i'll step up i'm going to set up an attack on these future cyber criminals. So he's setting up a place within the Department of Home Affairs and he's appointing a cyber security coordinator. So he'll be like the head cyber security buster or she, whoever gets the job. Dr. Katina Michael is an associate professor at the University of Wollongong and a cyber security expert. Has she got a hand up for the job, Milsey? Well, she might. She sounds like she's got the credentials. Are you intrigued by this position? Katina, good morning.
1: Good morning. Yes, I am. But you know, it's a call to the past. We used to have a national cybersecurity security advisor in Alison McGibbon not long ago.
0: Right. So why did that all disappear?
1: Who knows? A change of government. Uh, who knows? Uh, but at this stage, coordination is key. I think right from the national level down to the organisational or down to everyday Australians. Cybersecurity is everyone's problem, and this is the way we can build capacity together by having someone at the helm, develop those capabilities to respond to those attacks, and ensure that we're going to reach that 2030 cyber vision that we have of being the most secure country in the world.
0: Katana, we've seen some very uh, well-established organisations, Optus, Medibank, uh, of which uh, I'm customers of both, uh, be attacked recently. Uh, What will be the most important parts of what is now being considered?
1: At this stage, it's basically ensuring standards in our defences, ensuring that that knowledge that we require at the organisational level is there, that we place the budgets back into organisations to take cybersecurity seriously, because this is about destabilisation. It's not just about hacking into everyday Australian accounts and taking passports and licence numbers and putting that on the dark web. It's about unsettling security And when you do that at the micro level, it has meso-organisational level repercussions and also, of course, doesn't make Australia look very good in terms of its cyber defence, but general national security and national infrastructure. So a breach of our infrastructure means harm to millions of people. It's a nuisance, but beyond the nuisance, how would that information be used by hackers in the future? And the other thing is these hackers are now are becoming quite brazen in the ransoms they're demanding, the extortion. Are we really going to give in to their demands is the question, and the answer is no. Right.
0: I'm a bit worried. If we're relying on the government, I'm a betting man. I've got the hackers at $1.01 and the federal government at $101. Would you like some?
1: Well, it is a betting game, isn't it? And it depends how serious we are getting. Uh, and the coordination effort that's required. We can't have the Australian Cybersecurity Centre doing one thing in the Australian Signals Directorate. The government, in terms of its general overview, talking about another strategy... But one thing we do know is our policies, laws and regulations are falling behind. We still have this soft binding law about, you know, the cybercrime treaty. We have criminal codes which are outdated with these new attacks with unauthorized access to electronic information. And the question is what are we going to do about it? It is a whole of practice approach, but it is also about inviting new skill sets into this cyber uh, debate. We are not just looking at those formal methods of the traditional cybersecurity defences. We're looking for out-of-the-box thinking, which we're terming a public interest technology role. How will we get those sociologists and psychologists working together to negotiate, perhaps, with hackers to actually talk about dialogue and things like that, which is beyond just formal methods?
0: Very impressive, Katana. Just send them this audio with your application. I reckon you'll get the job. Good luck. Good on you. I think she's fainted. Uh, Dr Katina Michael there, associate professor <laughs> no, still there still at the there. University of Wollongong and cyber security expert. But she made a lot of sense. Absolutely. We are so far Mate. behind. I mean, fair dinkum. It's kind of like when you try and manipulate taxation, right? The taxation department, when yeah. they write their changes to the Tax Act, then they'll write 28 pages and someone will find a loophole within one line. Do you reckon other governments around the world are spying on us? Of course. Yeah, you think? Of course. How? How? Yeah. By people like you, Carl. I saw professed <laughs> spy last week. That's who? 23 past seven. Uh, we're going to give you away $1,000. You cannot be a spy to play this. You are not allowed to be a spy. 133 882. Spies and hackers not welcome for the $1,000 minute. If you'd like to play, give us a ring. 133 882. Caller 24. Caller 24. An unusual mm. number for Carl today. Mm. Big number too. Subi Premiership number. Oh right, okay. (laughs) Twenty-four past seven.